Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just saw The Old Man and the Gun. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was in his gun. And... The Old Man. We just saw a movie that had the words Old Man and Gun in it. <laughs> and on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, two, three, Five. four. I think the reason why I got five is because Casey Affleck was in it. <laughs> why is that? I think he's great. Oh, you mean like as opposed to uh, lower score? Yeah. I see. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I could have given him <laughs> a lower score. Uh, he is he is a good actor. He's, he's a been, great actor. He's had some controversy about his personal life. Has he? Yeah, that he's accused of sexual that. assault. I forget, if oh, it, forget what it was for, but... Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't been keeping tabs on... I, I don't remember what the seriousness of the allegations. Sure, but that's good to know. Yeah. He has a very unique acting style of, mm-hmm. like... There, there's some scenes in this movie where he's just getting out of bed and, like, answering the phone or whatever. And I was like, I think that's how he acts in every scene. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, okay, so my motivation here is I'm really tired and I don't want to, like, go out and do anything. <laughs> but it's, it kind of works. It, it's interesting to watch. I think he's good at being um, naturalistic, which I think that's what I enjoy um, about his performance anyway. I really like the scene where his kids are helping him count all of the mm-hmm. robberies on the map, and yep. they're counting, like, 77. He goes, yep, 78, yep, 79, yep. Can I have a drink of your beer? Nope. <laughs> like, it was such a great... Yeah. Um, it was... Sure, there's script writing to thank for that, but I think those moments could be like a nothing moment in some movies. Right. And it and it turned into one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Um, but on the page, I don't think that would stick out to me necessarily if I was yeah. reading it. This is one of those movies that, as I was watching it, I was like, I'm enjoying this. And then as we got close to the end, I was like, oh, I, I'm not really... I mean, this is a pleasant movie, but I... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think this is very good. And then, uh, like the, every minute that elapsed since the closing credits, my score has dropped. <laughs> um, so it you know. was it was a pleasant movie. That's and what it was. Very cutesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very. Honestly, I, I think that the uh, Rotten Tomato is like ninety-one percent for this, and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in what other people it's are all seeing. Old people. And- I, I think it, yeah, maybe people who appreciate the homage to the career that's of what it was. Robert Redford. It was an homage to Robert Redford. And I was like, and that's, that's fine. not really what I got But it's not going to get a high for. score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't care for the sentimentality. When it's a movie targeted at, at an adult audience, I want it to be challenging or different. And this movie, I was like, this is just every movie that Robert Redford was in or every heist movie, but just a little bit more pleasant. (laughs) 
and I found that annoying. But to me, what was more annoying than that was that it was so self-aware of Robert Redford and this being an homage to him. Yeah. So, you know, the worst crime, in my opinion, is him getting on the horse with the, like, (laughs) you know, gaucho cape. I really didn't like the... uh flashback to the times he escaped prison. Oh, I hated that. They should have just had a bunch of flashbacks of actual movies he was in. <laughs> right. That look maybe like they could be escapes. Right. Because that's basically how it felt. Yeah. If the actor had died, <laughs> I think I, I could know. excuse it. Like, I know. You know, like Paul Walker in Furious <laughs> 7. What a weird thing to be doing comparing a Fast and Furious movie to <laughs> like an indie <laughs> Robert Redford movie but um, I thought that, you know I, I've said this many times before that is like a pitch perfect send off <laughs> of an know. actor so it's great the ending of Furious 7 it's on YouTube you can watch it have a box of tissues handy what do we got family with family's all we got <laughs> Anyway, so there's it's it's weird to memorialize someone who's still, still walking alive. around. I know, and I also feel like the movie couldn't focus on what it what story it wanted to tell because watching the preview, you think it's going to be a love story um, about him and this woman. You know, you kind of get that sense. To me, that was like the least interesting part of the whole story. Right. I was not at all invested in their relationship together which that's a problem Uh (laughs) that was a lot of the screen time (laughs) I was way more invested in Casey Affleck's relationship with his wife and family Yeah. okay here's the things I did like about Mm -hmm. it I enjoyed his actual robberies I think it was really fun Mm -hmm. to watch someone be such a gentleman and so kind (laughs) and calm while robbing a bank that's just a really fun juxtaposition. And I really enjoyed when he ends up at the same cafe as yeah, Casey I, Affleck's I character. And he follows him into the bathroom and they fun. just have this kind of lovely conversation. It kind of felt like a catch-me-if-you-can yeah. scene in the best way possible. But a slower one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really did not like the monologue that the guy who was like following his career gave about it's not that he was trying to make a living he was just trying to live oh I think it's his lawyer oh is that who it was I think so okay. from like a previous um, case of him being put in prison so yeah again like the cutiness and just this like romanticized outlaw thing it's just so, such a cliche and because it's a cliche, you don't need to tell us it. Right. <laughs> I guess that's the point. Right. Like, we just we understand the cliche. They're just like <laughs> reveling in this, uh, I don't know, schmaltzy tone. Right. Do you think he was going for some kind of theme that I'm missing? Um, you know, his daughter has the, again, very nail on the headline of... But you wouldn't want to catch him, Dad, because then it would be all over, you know? Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of a... You know, so I got the sense that with Casey Affleck's character, um, 
he was not enjoying the pursuit of this guy in the beginning. It was it was a frustration for him and made him. Um, it was a thorn in his side. But then, the closer he got to him, and kind of learned from him, that that's the fun part of life is the action and the searching and the adventure. So why do you want that to go away so fast? You know, maybe enjoy it more. Uh-huh. Um, so that it was a little less that he didn't care anymore. And it was a little bit more that he was just trying to enjoy the process. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I feel like it was trying to do that theme a little bit like life. Uh-huh. Enjoy, enjoy where you're at in life. Right. <laughs> the journey, not the destination. Uh-huh. La la la. Um, I, can appreciate that theme I think I'm kind of tired of that message in yeah. movies yeah I agree like the Hurt Locker idea it is this thing that I love might kill me but I I feel alive when I do it so I have to keep doing it, it right just, it just is a tired idea um, and it's good for action movies but <laughs> it's definitely been used a lot yeah here's a question how did it... So it, it felt like, like what, two years elapsed between when he was incarcerated and when he went to Sissy SpaceX couch? Yeah, something like that. How did he Seems get out of prison? awfully short, doesn't it? For having never fully served his sentence. So that was confusing. Yeah. Oops. Oopsies. Did you spill? I peed my pants. For the listener, she's not speaking literally. She spilled her water. Which I think is a euphemism for, for Peter Pants. pants. <laughs> you made some water. Go on to the seat and of the car and yeah. my pants. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying, David. And it makes me really not want to see the Clint Eastwood one. Right. The, Even though uh, that one seems a little more... Is it called The Mule? More, yeah, The Mule. Yeah, a little less It's been less advertised in front of, like... Nostalgia, but... The last ten movies we've seen. Yeah. It's, like, proof that these actors, they might be old, but they can still do... They're still up to their old tricks. Can't stop them with age. Yeah. They can still pretend to rob banks and <laughs> pretend to be drug... Mm. Deliverers, isn't that what they're called? Yeah, drug delivery men. <laughs> DDMs. Um, it's pecans that he's delivering gel. Didn't you watch the trailer? He doesn't. Have, he doesn't deliver drugs. Oh. And then there was a very Hurt Locker preview, Hurt Locker like preview. Did they miss it before this? Um, with a journalist. Oh yeah, the pirate journalist. The pirate journalist. Which they kind of. Acknowledged. Yes. And it's based on a real person. Yeah. So I'm sure... Who was a pirate. They didn't invent the She sailed the seven seas. (laughs) But the hook on her hand was a little much for me. (laughs) I just wish the parrot, like, wasn't quite as, like, like Like, obviously they're going to shoot at you if you have a parrot talking on your shoulder all the time. (laughs) Well... This movie clearly wasn't very interesting if we're already moving on to talking about the trailers before it. 
but all that to say, it seems like the same theme for that yeah. one too. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm just addicted to this work that I'm doing. Her work just happens to also be admirable, as opposed to robbing a bank. Right. Um, <clears throat> I was gonna ask you what other things she's in because I recognize her. She's in Gone Girl. She was the girl that was gone. <laughs> she was the girl that was gone. <laughs> but I do recognize her, so. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. Almost as cool a name as Sersha Ronan. Mm, good job pronouncing and that. Wait for it. Wait for it. How long do I have to wait? <laughs> Who's my Who's my favorite Claire actor? Foy. Claire Foy. <laughs> Clairvoyant. I was just clairvoyant. I am not clairvoyant. <laughs> I wish I was. Um, what's the actress? It's been name? a long way without you, my friend. And that's Could you imagine if they just had that song at the end? See you again. <laughs> it's been a long way. Careful dog. Old, old man dog with a gun. Hey, watch that gun. <laughs> Stop robbing banks. It's not worth it. It just hurts everybody around you. Yeah, I like this movie better when, when it was a trailer that just said, wouldn't it be funny if there was a bank robber who was nice to people? And then you're like, I guess that'd be kind of funny. All right, next next idea that David, actually could be developed. it's a true story. Developed. So it's not a true story. It is based on a true story. Where did it say that? In the beginning of the film. And at the end of the film. Did it really? Yeah. I guess it's a little more interesting. I missed. I was looking for those little Chirons, and I never saw them. What is a Chiron? A Chiron. Well, it might, a Chiron might need to be something that where it identifies the speaker. Like in a documentary when you see Oh I see So and so Who is uh-huh, a uh-huh. professor at That sounds so science fiction Chiron mm-hmm. Yeah But I, I think it More generally is a uh, Text on screen Or a currency on a foreign planet Right Yeah I think in the beginning It said This story Also Is true And the grammar of that really annoyed me So this, I focused on it It's been a trend lately in movies is to have fun with the based on a true story text. Like, uh, um, it's so fun to put commas and then also in the middle <laughs> of a really weird sentence. There, so for example, uh, American Animals had a this story is not true, and then the word not faded, right? And then there's other, there's, there's other movies where it's kind of played and with who that. started it all? The Coen brothers, and they did it right. By just lying to their audience. Yes. <laughs> for, Saying, for a good reason. This is basically a true story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then at the end it was like, and he robbed four more banks that very day, I think is like what actually happened. I see. Again, then that whole scene with his lawyer is even more kind of annoying because... 
His lawyer's like, man, I, I was like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Write a book about it one day? This guy's so interesting. This could make like a movie, like a feature-length <laughs> movie. You know who I'd love to have play this guy? Robert Redford. Wow, he's the best. And then I could have a bunch of like cowboy themes. Let's do it. Want to do it, Casey Affleck? Oh, well, wait a second. I fear, I've heard recently that you've had some problems with the ladies. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be associated with you anymore. Well, anyway, here's what I got. <laughs> yeah, that scene was a little bit too meta for me. <laughs> I also wish they hadn't cast Jenny Slate from Big Mouth <laughs> in that role. That is a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I really, I really wish oh, really? I went through puberty. <laughs> I really wish I went through you. I was just trying to think of a line from Big Mouth. <laughs> I think that is the one line that is never in Big Mouth. It should be. <laughs> We're at home. Do you want to let's, let's, reevaluate? Let's reevaluate. I think I'm not going to go up in my score. Okay. Spoiler. Okay, go go for it. What are you going to do? I'm going to go to a, to a four. Okay. I'm going to st- stay at a four as well. Okay. <laughs> Not recommended unless you enjoy things that aren't very challenging. <laughs> I think it's like a, oh man, I've watched everything on Netflix and I have the flu. Yeah. Not one to see in the theater, that's for sure. Yeah, don't bother. And then you could be like, ah, oh, cool, Robert Redford, that's retro. <laughs> retro. Isn't that the whole theme of the movie? Uh, retro is... I feel like retro is <laughs> 80s and, and ahead of time. It was set in the 80s. That's true. Ugh, David and his I, dates. I, to me, retro does not <laughs> encompass that film very well. And it was filmed in a retro style. Yeah, it was like super... When they were in retro cars. That was the 80s, but that was and like the least 80s looking 80s movie aid. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you too can see all these things I'm referencing at when it's out of the theaters. I assume if they're listening to this, they either aren't going to watch it or they already saw it. <laughs> hey, listeners, sometimes don't you go out and see things because you've listened to our podcast and we're like, I never wanted to see that, so I'll listen to it. And then after you're like, no, they got me interested. Well, we're just telling you right now, don't do that with this one. <laughs> if you got interested by listening to our conversation... We're sorry. Don't do that. We did our job wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. If you got sick from listening to this podcast, <laughs> don't do that. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, I'm creating a cacophonous effect. I'll see you... Wait, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Bye-bye.